Life Audio. Welcome to The Walk, a devotionals podcast for worshipers. Newcomer Yvette Luna is our guest, and she says her goal as an artist and songwriter is to point people to Jesus. She does a great job of that in today's episode. Here we go. My grandfather is a missionary, a pastor, um, a church planner. And I grew up with that. My dad's a PK. My dad and my uncles led worship. I went to a very small church of 40 people. On a good Sunday, we had probably 70. (laughs) And so uh, I remember growing up in church, and at one point in my life, I had this burning desire to sing, and I didn't understand it. And I I I didn't even want to tell anyone about it because it felt embarrassing to me. I wasn't the type that would run up on stage and want to say, look at me. I I was actually very shy. Uh, But I still had this conflicting desire that made me want to sing. And so um, I remember seeing my uncle lead worship, and he worshiped so passionately and enthusiastically. And I could just tell that it was authentic and real. And so at 16, one of my uncles asked me, hey, do you want to come sing with us on stage? And I was like, yes, I'm of age. I can sing. I can lead worship with them. And I started off singing harmonies. So he taught me harmonies. I was just the background singer, but I was so fulfilled background singing. I loved the harmonies, and I just loved getting to be a part of it. Although it was still nerve-wracking, I loved it. (laughs) We'll be back with Yvette after a quick break, so stick around. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So I, I, I was leading worship at 16, and when I hit 18, I went to college. I went to Oklahoma Baptist University and had this burning desire to lead worship at this point. I'm like, I want to lead worship. God has been opening doors and at church, so this is what I think I'm supposed to do. And my dad, um, he grew up in a family of musicians. He's like, honey... 
you're not going to make it if you pursue music. Like, it didn't happen for us. It's not going to happen for you, right? So I felt um, I felt like, okay, my dreams were crushed. And so I went to college, and I actually got a business degree. So I didn't do anything with music. I remember... As a younger child, my mom would make me read the Bible, and I didn't really understand anything, so she said, read Psalms or read Proverbs. So I was like, okay, I'll read Proverbs. Great book, has tons of wisdom in it. Um, And so I remember there was a verse in the Bible that said, honor your mother and your father, and don't disregard your parents' disciplines, your mother's advice. And um, so when my dad told me this, I was so hurt. However, I knew that it was the right thing to honor him. And so I went to college, pursued a business degree, and I told the Lord, if you really want me to do this, if this is a burning desire, if this is from you, you're going to make a way. So I was at a worship night with all my girlfriends. None of my friends knew I really sang. They just, you know, you sing with with your friends. It's, It's kind of like a a fun moment, but no one knew I was secretly serious about it. <laughs> and um, so we were at, at an off-campus worship night, and um, we were singing. And I remember looking at the worship team, and God just paused time, and He said, "You will do this." And I just broke down in tears. I never heard God's voice so clearly. It wasn't audible; it was like in my mind and in my heart, <laughs> and. I never experienced such a supernatural moment ever in my life like this moment. And so I told myself I could never deny God's existence. So I went on with my college life, but I I told the Lord, okay, like if if I'm supposed to do music, you're going to open the doors. I called my dad and I said, this happened. The supernatural moment happened. God told me I'm, I'm supposed to sing. And he softened his heart and he said, if God told you, then go ahead, pursue it. So at this point, I had the opportunity to change my um, major as a freshman, but I realized you had to audition, and I was afraid of auditioning because I was shy. I was afraid of the stage, and so I ended up not auditioning, and my dad said, I'll pay for voice lessons. How about that? So I did um, classical training, which was something completely different than I thought that I would do. I thought I would do worship, but instead I was singing opera music and classical music in German and in French and in Italian. And I just it was just so uncomfortable. And I think that there's a lot of growing pains when you don't know what's happening. But God is always using that for His glory, for a bigger plan. And looking back, I was so confused about what was going on. God, you gave me a word, so I'm pursuing it. And why is this why isn't this adding up? And I think that happens sometimes and in the middle of that moment. And sometimes we we may never get the answer, right? But in the middle of those seasons, I didn't know why all of that was happening. And um, one thing led to another. I ended up joining the worship team for my college. And that took a leap of faith because you had to audition for that. And I was always afraid of auditions. And so ever since that moment, the Lord just like confirmed in me, okay, like I really want to do this. So how how are you going to make this work, God? Because you told me, you gave me a word, you gave me a promise. And so um, I spent a lot of time chasing this dream and it got to the point where it was unhealthy and it was an idol. 
And I think I was in denial that it was an idol, but it was. I did all the shows, all the American Idol, The Voice. I've gotten so close only for a door to be shut right in my face. And I got to the point where I was so unsatisfied and unfulfilled with my life that I realized I had to lay it all down. And um, I remember driving in my car and I was coming back from work and I turned on the radio and I was listening to Sarah Reeves, one of her songs, Just Want You. And I, I remember it was the bridge, I just want you, I just want you. And I'll lay it all down. And I just bursted in tears. I'm like, God, I've been chasing something that doesn't fulfill me. I'm constantly empty. I like truly, I truly lay this all down. And I think we've been in seasons where we've told ourselves, God, I'm surrendering this, but you're still kind of holding on to it. But it, sometimes it takes it takes that time. Like you have to verbally say it until you actually b- believe it and release it. And so it got me to the point of full surrender. And I said, change this desire in my heart. I don't even want it anymore. Like, I'll be whatever you want me to be. I just want you in my life. To be honest, in this moment, in this season in my life, I wasn't reading my Bible like every day. I wasn't worshiping every day. And I think, you know, it doesn't always happen every day, but I wasn't in a season of pursuing the Lord, of seeking first His kingdom. I was seeking first my desire and then maybe his kingdom. I think that that's important. It's important to be honest with yourself. Like, okay, I'm doing this wrong. I'm not really pursuing you. And so I finally laid it down and um, God began to work in my heart and I hit a depression. I think after being rejected, you can deal with depression. Um, And so after constantly being rejected, after constantly failing, after constantly not reaching this goal or desire in my heart, I finally like I hit rock bottom. And so I said, Lord, like it's only you that can build me up. So I went to church just to go to church. And I had led worship on and off in this season. And I just felt the Lord say, get off stage. I was like, okay, I have to get off stage. Like the, the, I know he needs to work in my heart. So I just went to church to just go to church. My best friend took me and I said, God, if you are real, like I got to the point where I was like, God, I don't even know if you're still out here. I don't hear you. But I was running the opposite direction. I said, God, if you're real, like I'm here, I'm seeking you with all my heart. Come meet me. And the worship leader sang the first note and her first note was sung with such faith and such belief that it broke chains in my life. And in that moment, I felt God's presence again. And I cried throughout the whole worship service. And I remember thinking, I don't remember the last time I've cried, like in the presence of God, like, I don't know. I remember crying in his presence. It was so thick and so obvious in the room and um, cried throughout the whole sermon. And I just knew that he was going to build me up. And um, one of my favorite verses, because it's a testimony of my life, I had to hit rock bottom, is Psalm 42. I know that if God can do it for me, he can do it for anyone. And so it's, he lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. And I think that that's the 
whole purpose, to have our firm foundation in God. And, and nothing else matters. It's, it's truly our firm foundation and our obedience. And I think that God taught me that. And He restored my identity. And it wasn't worship leader. It wasn't singer-songwriter. That, that's not my identity. That's not our identities. It's not, it's not your job. It's daughter of Christ. It's son of God. It's follower of Jesus. It's ambassador of Christ. And um, that's the most important title you could ever have. And so ever since then, I'm really grateful because God taught me what my firm foundation is, and it's Him. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, Yveth gets that confirmation from the Lord that she needed about the direction of her life. I wanted to give a shout out to Ear Trumpet Labs for providing Yveth and I with the Myrtle microphone we use to record this episode. The Myrtle is a large diaphragm condenser microphone with a spring-suspended retro styling. It's ideal for live vocal performances or single miking of small acoustic ensembles. Myrtle has a design pedigree straight from the 1930s, which is really cool. I feel like I'm on an old-time radio show as we speak. Our good friend Jesse Poe, who records people like Trace Atkins, Jelly Roll, Struggle Jennings, and Porter Wagner, wrote up a review of the microphone, so check that review out at worshipleader.com. Okay, back to Yveth to close us out. So if any of you relate to this, I just want to encourage you. First, God loves you. I think that when we feel like our promises aren't fulfilled yet, we're doubting. Like, God, where are you in this? Do you still love me? Do you still see me? God loves you and he sees you and he sees where you're at and um, he sees all that you can be and he wants you to walk in that. However, I think the first thing God says, seek first my kingdom. So put him first above all things. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind and all your soul. And if you do that, everything else will fall into place. I really, truly believe that. God loves faith. So continue to put him first. Continue to dig in the Bible, read his word, know him, get to know the character of God. For you to step in your calling, I think that God wants to give us platforms to tell about him. I think whatever your title is, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a worship leader, whether you're um, a worship leader for the youth, like God wants us to dig into his word first to know him better so we can be better lights and better ambassadors for him so dig in your word fall in love with him keep him the main thing um a thing that um my church says is keep the main thing the main thing so keep god the main thing and so i just want to pray for you wherever you're at 
Dear Father, I just thank you for every person listening on this podcast, for every person listening in their car, wherever they are in their kitchen. Father, I just pray that you would just fill the room right now, Lord. Would you just give them faith, Father, faith of a mustard seed, Lord, and multiply it, Lord. Would you remind them that anything is possible with you, that when you walk into the room, everything changes. When they believe that you're king and that you're Lord of all, that you can do all things, Lord. And so I just pray that you would remind them, Lord, dig into your word, to dig into your word, to know you better, to fall more in love with you. And Lord, let it just let their love for you and let them digging in your word just overflow into what they do in that season and remind them that every season is purposeful lord wherever they are right now it might not be the promise and not but it might not even be the dream but there is a purpose um to where they're at right there in this moment lord whether they're mentoring people, whether they're teaching people, whether they're working for someone, Lord, I just pray that you would fill them with such purpose and remind them that there's a purpose in every season. And um, this is all leading up to the bigger picture, which is lifting your name up, Lord. So I thank you, Father. I just pray that you would remind them that you are the foundation and you um, are the one that keeps us from sinking, Lord. And so I thank you, Father. And I thank you for what you're going to do in their lives. I thank you for um, just this moment, Lord. Um, in your name, I pray all these things. Amen. God gives us a firm foundation to stand on. I love that. Thank you, Eveth, for contributing to our show. We're going to close out this episode with an acoustic version of a song called Just Like Jesus that Eveth recorded here in our Song Discovery Studios. If you don't know what Song Discovery is, check it out at songdiscovery.com. As always, special thanks to Matt McCarty for producing and editing today's episode. Jacob Fairclough produced our theme song. The Walk is brought to you by Worship Leader. I also want to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts. They've got shows about daily prayer habits, sleep meditation, how to study the Bible, and more. So check them out at lifeaudio.com. I'm Joshua Swanson. Here's Just Like Jesus. Says I'm with you there in the dark It won't always be this hard I'm holding your broken heart And who says I'm not scared of your fears All your doubts bring them here I'm wiping all of your tears He died in the messes and who 
can make a sinner feel worthy. Lift the head of the hiding. Walk with those who were searching. It's just like Jesus to give me strength when I need it. Hope when I cannot see it. When I fall into pieces. It's just like Jesus to put me back on my Life Audio. It's a crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com. <laughs> 